there's something new on Arizona every day. My name is Dr. Joe Keshta, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Park Society in Los Angeles, California, and the Consultant Director of Low Vision Health Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information that we hope will help you to cope with living with low vision. Take steps each day to learn to live with your low vision. I think one of the most difficult things for a person with low vision to do is to take those first steps forward and to live as a person who is visually impaired. It's natural for us to often wish that our vision was back to the way it was when we were a young child. Or it may be that we often feel so bad for ourselves that we don't even think about how we might solve some of these problems. However, I think that it's our culture the culture that we live in, the things that we read in books, the TV shows that we watch, the movies that are in the theaters, they often portray a person who is visually impaired as a person who is not abled. In fact, we often see many people who are very surprised when I see people who come up to me and they tell me, I can't believe that you're able to do these things. All I'm doing is eating at a restaurant with my family, and they are just amazed that I could eat a hamburger with my family. My blindness doesn't affect what I can eat, and it surely doesn't affect my mouth's ability to find that fork. So we really have to begin to take some small steps in our daily life and to change some of that thinking that we've had been brainwashed with. You can learn to do many different types of things that you used to do even with low vision. Now I want to tell you some of the things that I found to be very helpful. I found it to be extremely helpful to attend independent living skills classes. Now these are classes that will teach you to basically do anything that you want to do even if you have low vision or no vision. For example, one of the things that I really didn't know how to do is that I didn't know how to dial the telephone. I thought, how can I dial the telephone if I can't see the keys? Well, it's really quite simple. If anybody really had to, if we were on a deserted island, I think that we would all understand that we could use our sense of touch. And by touching it, we can figure out what are those keys. On the top row, on the top left, we have a 1, and a 2 in the middle, and a 3 on the right. So the second row must be 4, 5, 6. The third row must be 7, 8, 9. And the bottom row must be something different. And we could just guess that in the middle it's a zero. So we know that's going to be a star on the left and a pound on the bottom right. So from that, we already know where's the keys. And before you know it, you're dialing the telephone. But this is just one, one of the very, very basic types of tools that a person can learn to do independently. It doesn't mean that you have to go out there and you have to buy all of these special types of phones. Even though there are telephones with large buttons, and these are phones that are available to you in many states for free, but you can learn to do things without having to make these excuses that, well, I can't do it because I don't have this particular tool, or I don't have this device. I quickly learned that by taking very small steps, you can learn to do things. I learned how to change the lighting in my home to help me to see better. When I became blind, I learned to use my fingers to feel where the cups were so I didn't knock over cups at restaurants. 
I learned to feel. I learned to feel with my fingers to identify different types of food items in the kitchen. I could feel that the Campbell's Soup cans actually had a particular size and they could stack up on each other. This is how I knew whether or not I was pulling out a can of soup or it was going to be a can of tomatoes. I realized that I could very quickly find which of the cans in the refrigerator were sodas. They have the little tab on the top that helps you to open it, and that's something that feels different than other types of containers in the kitchen. I learned to use my sense of smell. If I was going to pull out some milk, I could lift open the lid, and I could smell that it's milk as compared to orange juice or pineapple juice. You might quickly realize that the maple syrup container is very unique in style and shape. The Heinz ketchup bottle is also something that you could feel very easily. If you're looking in the drawer for some lunch meat to make a sandwich for your kids for school, you'll quickly learn that the Oscar Mayer bologna is round while the ham is square. There's so many different things that you really will learn on your own, but you usually don't take that initiative on your own. You often need someone to help you. Now, when you take some of these classes by an independent living skills teacher, you're going to learn so much, and you're going to think that this teacher is just brilliant. But in reality, it's all common sense. You will learn to do this all by yourself as well. There's so many different types of steps and that you can take to make things easier for you in your daily life. I remembered that one of the things that I felt so proud of was that I realized how to identify some of the different bottles that were inside my bathroom. I often found myself washing my hair with conditioner and becoming so frustrated, but I later realized that there's some very easy solutions. I said, you know what? I'm going to find out which one lathers. I'll put a little bit in my hand. And I'll put it on my hair, and if it lathers, that's the shampoo. And then what I did is I took some high-tech, a rubber band. <laughs> I put a rubber band on that shampoo, and I knew that that was a shampoo. That rubber band wasn't going to be damaged by the water, and it wasn't going to fall off of that bottle either. So overall, each day, for every little thing that you're going to do, whether you're going to start to walk to the corner... Let's say that you're learning to use a cane. Well, take a few steps with a cane and learn to walk in your backyard or walk in your front porch. And later, take little steps, step by step, each day, and pretty soon you might be walking to your neighbor's house and you'll learn how to find your way back. These are things that are very, very simple to do. Step by step, each day, start to do a little bit of cooking. It doesn't matter. Maybe it's a Kellogg's Pop-Tart. That's okay, but at least you did it yourself. If you burn that Pop-Tart, you know you just have to leave it in there a little bit shorter period of time. You might say, well, I'd like to make some coffee for my Pop-Tart. Well, you can make coffee as well. Everybody knows how to use a microwave. There's little stickers that you can put on there that helps you identify which key is which number. And then you could go ahead and warm up your own water and make your own coffee. So... There's so many things that you can do, but you have to get your mind off of feeling sorry for yourself. It's natural to feel sorry for yourself. Go ahead and feel sorry for yourself for a week, but after that week, you have to start to live your life. Life is very short, life is precious, and life is really, really good. So if you begin to start doing things, you will feel the sense of accomplishment. You'll impress others when you go places. You're going to also be amused with some of the things that people say to you. But all in all, 
it's going to be something that will improve your life so take this tip try to do very small things take small steps each day and each day build upon that and soon you will be independent for Airs LA this is Dr. Bill Takesta 